When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Tell you, if you can find somebody who speaks about you with as much love as this man speaks about cricket, you're on to a winner. He is uh, fizzing all the time and is all about the maximum. It is uh, Mr. Danny Morrison coming to us uh, live out of Australia. G'day, DK Morrison. Uh, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, Happy New Year. I've got to say I'm very pumped because the sun is out and I reside on the Sunshine Coast, but look, they say you don't go to the Gold Coast for gold. But, um, mate, it has stopped raining finally here. And the sun is out and there's hardly a cloud in the skies. It's actually breathtaking. I, I think it's a dream, Mitch. I'm here. I'm <laughs> yeah, it's cracking. Yeah, you had, you had a, a rainy Christmas, didn't you, Danny? Yeah, it's been wild. But then you see people going about here, it is the rainy season uh, for this part of the world, this geography. And I think back to, geez, it was... I think 11 years ago, the big floods here in, around Queensland, southeast Queensland, and the banks burst there in the Brisbane River, and you probably slightly recall it. Yeah, people were cleaning out their homes, and it was just uh, devastating for them. It was just crazy, but uh, not quite that bad. Uh, not quite needing the Noah's Ark at the stage, but um, I'm pleased to tell you, chaps, that yeah, the sun is out, and I'm looking forward to going for a walk soon. Beautiful. How long are you home for, Danny? Because you're, you're a man who's just living out of his suitcase all the time. Yeah, and I just, in fact, I was just on the wires reading Stuart Broad and his depressing column. He was saying on Twitter, on one of the feeds, um, you know, they've been in the bubble for so long, those guys, and then the weather impacting on them. And he said, I'm not making excuses, but, you know, going from one bubble to another, then it rains so much here in Queensland. And you, you do, you, you just live in this uh, crazy life now because of the pandemic. I, I, I was away for 126 days, as my dear wife Kimberly told me. Um, yeah, so it was four months in one week and he just couldn't come back because of the MIQ and, you know, trying to get back in for a start is never easy, as we know, in Australia and New Zealand. I think even worse than good old Aotearoa um, to get in. But um, I'm not happy about uh, Jacinda changing the football posts and shifting them um, from January the 17th because I was going to pop back and see my dear mother. Um, and it's not happening because it's now February the 22nd or something. So... Yeah, it's not it's not easy, but it's um, you know people are doing it tougher, much for sure. You're doing it tougher than uh, than a lot of us, uh, Danny, uh, for sure. I tell you, a bloke who's uh, not doing it tough at all is uh, former Black Cap uh, Colin Munro's on fire for the Scorchers at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, and it's it's fascinating to see, isn't it? A sprinkling of guys that can make their uh, their livelihoods in terms of playing in the franchise T20, um, as opposed to sitting back and just watching the great stuff of test cricket because it wasn't long ago you know you aspired to do that but now as you point out different guys around the globe doing it and i'm pleased for munro because he um you know he had a pretty good time at the caribbean and, and not many 
get that excited about coming there because of the time of the year it falls and, and just getting there and then having trying to have family there. But yeah, Colin's had his family there a couple of times when I've been at the CPL and, and I, I'm pleased for him because he is a grinder and he and he's working hard. So you know, I'm pleased for him. Yeah, Danny, um, last night, um, debuting for the Sydney Thunder, you had uh, Muhammad Hassanain. Um, you've commentated and watched him a lot in the PSL, um, CPL as well. Uh, what do you make of this guy? Because most people in New Zealand wouldn't have seen too much of him. Yeah, a lot of it is um, about the production line of these guys, and they really are great. I mean, you're going about India with their spinners and perhaps their, their batters, but um, Pakistan have always had pretty good pacemen that have come along. And... Um, yeah, you, you point out yeah, that these guys need experience. They can't play in the Indian Premier League for obvious reasons. And so I'm really pleased the opportunity for you know Hussain to come along. Uh, Hussain's not the only one. It was Harris Ralph, I think it was last season or the season before, burst onto the scene mm. there in Melbourne and, and did really well too. So it's great for the Pakistani players because they're not allowed to play in the IPL or fused entry and all that palaver. Um, they get a good stage to perform on. And I think, you know, it just underlines the talent that's there. And you think of Shaheen Shah Freedy was in that under-19 World Cup, you know, four years ago in New Zealand in 2018. And so you just look at this amount of guys that just keep piling in from Pakistan with all their pace and excitement. So, yeah, I like what I see there. Um, quite a, you know, quite a, some people say, oh, look, look, at, look at his elbows, wrist work. But I think the timing is excellent. That, that lovely little bit of flick and stuff he has in his wrist at the end there. Um, very exciting, and, and, and he does. He gets good heat. Shaheen uh, Shah Hafridi, you just mentioned him. Uh, were you surprised that he uh, wasn't in those that last four uh, in the running for Test Cricketer of the Year? Yeah, and I, and I saw a couple of things too on, on the Twitter feed that uh, the amount of wickets he'd taken, um, he'd done extremely well. And particularly, as you say, in the last couple of years, Mitch, I think he's a guy that um, yeah deserves a bit more of the accolades, to be fair. Um, it tends to go to rock star batters, doesn't it? Uh, we won't delve into that. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the guys that sort of you know, you know, what are they going about? You know, batters win your games and that, but it's bowlers that win your tournaments and, and mm. uh, events or World Cups. So yeah, and, and isn't it fascinating? Of course, you'll be ticking that box and right in their corner and pumped as um, the left the left handers fraternity. I mean, there's so, it seems to be so many left arm paces in the last probably decade. Um, it's been fascinating and a, and a great ride to watch, you know, working in the con box and seeing it unfold because it, it makes such a difference, as you know, Mitch. I mean, that, that left arm around the wicket angle, all those things that your your advantage in a way, um, if you get it right, of course, and if you're able to swing the ball um, back into right-handed. So um, I love what I see about this, uh, this almost like this revolution of um, left arm paces around the globe. It's a nice little segue into old Neil Wagner yesterday. Uh, geez, this guy's gutsy. Yeah, he's got a big ticket. And for all of us vertically challenged types that want to run in and hurl a cricket ball, um, I'm really pleased for him because he's another great story, isn't he? He's fired up and he's um, so aggressive and, and it works for him. And who would have thought, you know, even just, you know, it doesn't seem that long ago in the 20th century, that you tended to be out there swinging the ball and wanting to be that fuller length like a salve in a bolt. Um, and then you get someone like uh, Wagner come along, and Neil's done a great job. And it just it sort of blends in, doesn't it? It, it sort of fits the rest of the, uh, the sort of the blanket, if there were, of knitting this whole setup together. And I just think it's just remarkable how his engine just keeps going, 
Um, for not a big bloke, is he? I mean, you think it, he's not even sort of like you. It was sort of muscular and strong. And you think, okay, I can see why he bowls a heavy ball and he can keep going with that sort of chassis. But um, he's remarkable, and I'm really pleased that um, it's worked out. And he's, you know, he's moved from South Africa. He's, you know, taken that all on, and uh, a bit, a bit much like Devin Conway. Um, and it is a fascinating story. So I'm really, really wrapped for it. As a former quick yourself, Danny, uh, I'd be interested to get your thoughts on Tim Southey because it wasn't too long ago that Sir Richard Hadley um, said that he believed that Tim Southey, if he could get going for another sort of four uh, four seasons, five seasons, could threaten his record. Uh, he's he's on 322 at the moment, so he's got, what, 100 and, 109 to make up. Uh, what do you reckon his chances are? Yeah, I, I think you look at how much you want it. I think that's the, that's the key to it. Um, your mental toughness, for sure, to keep going. I'm looking at Jimmy Anderson, the classic example. Slightly different build. Um, Timmy's a bit more solid, isn't he? A bit stronger build. Um, but it really does come down to your fitness and desire, um, to how much you want to keep doing it. And that's what's amazing, I think, for New Zealanders, and particularly someone like Hadley's record of 431, um, is really a bit more like an Englishman, an Englishman or an Australian um, or, or an Indian to keep going that long because we just traditionally don't play that much Test cricket. So um, yeah, again, you know, saluting Timmy Salvi um, because he's he's been around so long and you do get injuries. It's just a fact of life, isn't it? We all know that. Um, so I'm pleased for him and yeah, I'd be interested to see if he could, if he could keep going and do it. Um, and then the other one was, was I think Trent. I think Trent maybe a year younger, a year or two younger than. And Timbo, um, and you know, watch the space. You never know with him as well in terms of his body. Um, but as we all know, chaps, that the lure of this, um, the US dollar and um, this white ball franchise <laughs> stuff, and how much you play of it. I mean, um, that's always the challenge as well. There's, there's now, you know, really three formats, isn't there? Or four, if you want to conclude T10. Um, and so that's the difference, I think, with someone like Hadley. You really only had 50 over, or and Test match cricket was the ultimate. So. Yeah, watch the space. I hope he can. I hope Timmy can hang in there. It'd be great to see him go past um, the night, um, even though, I mean, you know, I'm a bit biased here. I mean, the man was a freak. Um, and you look at Anderson's live body, and I look at him like Hadley. They're just that sort of build, and they can keep going and keep tuning the engine over um, such a remarkable amount of time. So let's see if, yeah, let's see if Timmy can you know, eke out another sort of four or five years. Yeah, Bolsey's only 30, 30 wickets behind Southie, um, eight less test matches. So, yeah, he's there or thereabouts. That could be a little shoot-off there, I reckon. Um, that's that's going to be something to look forward to the next couple of years. Uh, so you're feet up today? You're going to watch the test again? Oh, for sure. Um, the weather's, as I say, the weather's broken. It's amazing. So I might have to get out and do some chores. The wife will be cracking the whip. Um, slapping this bald head and say, come on, let's do something. Uh, so, mate, I will be, I'll be out doing a walk, though. We're so spoiled here, too. Uh, we get out and just do this lovely coastal walk. But the other great thing is, um, look at the time you're located. So I'm just after 6 a.m. So you're three hours on. Um, and it starts at 8 a.m. here, the test match. And, um, yeah, I must say, goosebumps and feeling a little homesick. When I see the Pahuta Kala in full bloom, um, I miss getting back to see family. I haven't been back for two years now. Um, and I really wanted to get back and see family. And then you, you do, this time of the year for me, the December, January, um, it's just, uh, you know, I, I yearn for it because we're spoiled uh, in New Zealand as to who the cow is. And just, just the different vegetation from here as, it's, as opposed to Australia. Instead of the old uh, the gum trees, eh, Danny? Are, are you any good on the uh, DJ decks? 
That might the help DJ, you get back no. into New Zealand. The DJ. <laughs> well, I said, I mean, the problem is, you know, there's just there's not enough room for us lunatics to get in here. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd struggle to do the uh, extra three days home isolation as well, Danny. So you, you might be a bit of a risk. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be bringing over some of that sponsored product, Mitch. We do love a bit of that Caribbean rum. Oh, yes. I, I, you've done very, very well to bring some of that back. That's for sure. If it's still it's still in its bottle, you've done extremely yeah. well, mate. Da- I actually, Danny, I, I, I should at some point when you get home, uh, let me know because my partner does this Jamaican Christmas cake, right? And you Ooh. and she she has a massive jar full of like uh, uh, you know raisin sultanas, dates, all that sort of thing, and then she just pours a whole bottle of rum in it, and it sits and she stirs it about once a week, and it sits like that for about three months until it almost liquefies, oh. and then she bakes the cake with that. And then when you pull the cake out of the oven when it's still hot, pours another whole bottle of rum over the top while it's hot, and it sits, mate. It's honestly, you don't want to drive after you've had a piece, but it is amazing. No. Flatulence, heaven. I'll send you the recipe. Blood Did you? <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all, Danny. Hey, DK, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate your time, especially so early. Uh, go and stretch oh, those really. legs, mate. Enjoy that, uh, enjoy that beautiful scenery where you are and, and mm. soak in some of that sun. Oh, keep going, chaps. Good stuff. Please Cheers, Danny. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Bye. mate. Have a good one. Yeah, Danny Bye, Morrison. Mate. Danny Morrison there with us, uh, legend of uh, the commentary box and, of course, uh, with the pill as well. Uh, only 48 tests, you know, which surprised me because, you know, I kind of grew up watching Danny Morrison spearhead our attack. I kind of caught the end of Hadley and then and then Morrison, right, was kind of was when I was growing up watching cricket. But uh, always seemed, you know, I always thought he would have had more tests than 48. Was that just how many we played? I don't know. It must be about how many we played. I've just got that vision on my head. Who was the uh, Aussie batsman? Was it uh, uh, Mike Whitney? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that plum LB in front, uh, which won the test match. Yeah, umpire's shaking it off. Yeah, there's never been a plumber LB, (laughs) ever, than that. (laughs) Oh, mate. Because that's the other thing. Back then, there was no T20, so there was no hit and giggle, right? So it was either test matches or one-dayers. Yeah, crazy. So you would have thought we would have played more. Yeah, we would have played a few more. Yeah. yeah. I guess, uh, uh, how old's Danny? Were they still travelling on boat by, back then? That's <laughs> <laughs> jokes, Danny. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, he's 55, <laughs> nearly 56. Jesus. Oh, I just love his energy, mate. His energy uh, in the com box. And then, and then away from the ground, he's just such a good fella. He's always got the time to have a yarn to and sit down and, and have a casual chat. And he's, uh, yeah, really lovely to talk to. He, so. I, I, uh, he sets the standard for how fizzed you can be in a cricket commentary box too, doesn't he? And he's, I love him when he's like, he's hitting the maximum. He's always he's giving it the, giving, he always gives it loads, doesn't he? Yeah, mate, he gives it heaps. That's so good. Uh, he's got all these little quirps, and he's like, uh, call a sacra, get the lead boots off, fella. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, diving around the valley. He's, he's awesome, mate. He's, he's good value. He brightens it up, and he's adored overseas. Yeah. 
absolutely adored. And in, in fact, a, a Bangladesh, he's like a genuine rock star. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I know, a genuine rock star of Bangladesh, countries like that, Pakistan, absolutely love Danny Morrison. So he's a true legend outside of our country in particular. So He goes pretty good. He goes pretty good. Hey, if you've got any thoughts on what Danny had to say there, or if you want to engage us on uh, talking about the 11 that New Zealand are playing uh, at the Mount and, and maybe how it could be changed or tweaked for, for Christchurch, uh, you can get us on the Kennards Higher phone line, 0800 150811, 0800-150811 if you want to have a chat to Mitch and I about that, or you can text us double eight double three.